Red Stitch continues their environmentalist theme for the season in Extinction. Written by the powerhouse creative talent, Hanny Rayson, and directed by the critically acclaimed Nadia Taz. Nowadays, Australia is classed as having 35 of its discovered species extinct. The fraught task of resolving this issue beneath the ever-present spectre of national and international environmental strife is the primary concern of the performance. Harry Jewell, played by Colin Lane, is a mining magnet turned mild environmental altruist after hitting and killing an endangered quoll in his four-wheel drive. He's the political foil for Andy Dixon Brown, played by Brett Cousins, a practical yet idealistic man and practising veterinarian who holds the natural world sacrosanct and is suffering from a terminal illness akin to Parkinson's. Dix, played by Natasha Herbert, is the director of the Cape Institute and Andy's 50-year-old sister. Dix is passionate about establishing an objective, statistics-based approach to the rescue of endangered species. Essentially, that if the species' numbers drops below 5,000, then they're not worth the expense of saving, both financially and due to the time that could be more practically spent saving a species with a chance. Piper, played by Nair Donfair, a conservation biologist, is her opposite number, a sexy young idealist who firmly and energetically believes everything can be saved, from her cancerous 12-year-old dog Beast to the terminally endangered tiger quoll. Whether or not the fact of Australian eco-apocalypse is high on your list of immediate concerns, this play is going to put your value system under pressure. In the hour and a half, you'll be forced to take a stance somewhere on the slippery, uneven ground of environmental politics and the moral nuances of the current Australian environmental crisis. The cast tackle many obstacles in their struggle to come to terms with how best to address the situation of a changing country, which seems to be gathering momentum on its plummet towards environmental catastrophe. Yet, this play is flawed. I don't believe that it quite conquered the classic perils of the polemic political play, awkwardly failing to be compelling, engaging and subtle, as it is so keenly self-aware of its own highly political agenda. It felt as if the dramatic relationships between the four characters had been loosely cobbled together to forge a thin veil for what was really just an outline of all the different arguments currently dominating the environmental debate. This marriage of the predictable politics with the earnest, aphoristic style of dialogue did not make particularly compelling theatre. The characters attempted to convince us of their humanity, mainly via loose plot lines focusing on the shifting sexual, read human, dynamics of the group. However, for some reason, there seems to be a total lack of chemistry between them on stage. The relationships that are put at stake in the performance never really matter to the audience because they are never made to matter. Their ostensibly significant motivations, of family or love, are just sort of thrown in by name and bare-bones behavioural references, without ever trying to prove to the audience that these relationships are valuable. There is plenty of comedy scattered through the play and some good, funny, horribly awkward situations. Although the humour of the play is at times poorly executed, it is still there, and I could appreciate what was trying to be achieved. The set is fraught with a multimedia program that starts as an interesting novelty and is halfway abandoned by the midsection. It sort of became more a distraction than an enhancement for me. I was disappointed, because the beginning of the play uses music, sound effects and film in a way I found highly moving. The script says it all. It reads, Introduce the sound of a quoll's heartbeat softly. This underscores the action to the end of the scene. There was a profound silence while this quoll was on the operating table and its heartbeat was beating in the background as this vet was operating on it. It lasted for about ten minutes and then the heartbeat we all wanted to continue halted as the lethal injection was given to the badly wounded quoll. The final scene of the play, where Piper finally confronts Andy, I found a confusing mess, both in cliched language and melodramatic behaviour, to a degree worthy of the bold and the beautiful. Not helped by the soppy pop score playing over the projection of a quoll scurrying around in the bush, 
with the sort of idea of restoring balance and hope to the universe. This play attempts to do so much, and in my opinion, therein lies its problem. Plot points are constantly raised and dealt with only cursorily. I still don't see what major part Andy's illness played in the narrative, unless it was to artificially raise the stakes or as some reference to his kind of politics going extinct, amongst many other half-finished thoughts. Frankly, I don't know where exactly to lay the blame, where everything went so wrong. Was it the writer delivering cliché dialogue, normative predictable plotlines and a thematic fiasco? Did the director micromanage the actors into robots? Have the actors failed the script? Either way, decide for yourself. Extinction is showing at the Art Centre every day until the 13th of August. Head over to artcentremelbourne.com.au for more information and booking details.